And then they kiss. She's like, ooh, he tastes like apples. Apples? Are there apples in the Caribbean? I don't think so. Um, you know, he, maybe he found it in the cargo. We don't know. He was munching on an apple. That's the point. And well, do you think it was organic? Because if it's organic, it goes like bad quicker. It I need you rots- to stop, Adriana, because this is something that I remember a lot about the book <laughs> that he tasted like apples, and I love the smell of. I apples. just have so Anybody many questions. Who knows me knows like, what type of I apple keep- was it? Was it Honeycrisp, Macintosh? Funny that you said Honeycrisp first because that's my favorite apple, and I keep Honeycrisp apple candles in my room, and I have a mahogany apple candle that's supposed to smell like Draco Malfoy, but that's beside the point. Personally, Anyways. I am a what's the grandma one? Uh, Granny Smith. Grand. There's an apple named after a grandma. Yeah, Granny Smith. Granny Smith. Personally, I'm a Granny Smith to kill myself. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our episode for today. I am Adriana. And I'm Michelle. And we're going to be talking about book crushes, the episode that you've all been waiting for. Well, I think we say that in every episode, but... Yeah, honestly. But I'm excited. excited Yeah, Yeah. this is a very fun episode for me. Yep. So there's a couple that Michelle and I agree on, but we'll also kind of go back and forth between our own personal lists. Mm-hmm. So let's kick it off with the ones we agree on. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and say my number one. These aren't really ranked, mm-hmm. but I will say that this is my number one. The order for the rest of the names doesn't really matter. Oh, but wow. Bolt. Rysand from A Court of Thorns and Roses by Sarah J. Mass is the love of my life and i'm not i'm not to gonna lie i it. thought you were gonna go with will so i'm a little surprised no will herondale used to be it and he was dethroned he is definitely Damn. number two he was dethroned by rice and yes okay okay i i um, can't get behind i mean yes reese and in this one i'm gonna say but also cassian but we'll get into that i mean i like cassian he's just like he's great but i Reese is definitely my pick. It's just a Komov was a life changing book for me because it is I my all time favorite book. And yes. it, it just like no, like it kind of ruined other books for me because no book mm-hmm. measures up to it. So, <laughs> and part of it was because of Reese and his like incredible character arc and his like secret life where he's actually this like amazing person and has a secret city yeah. and he bows to no one except his country and Farah. And yeah, I still I still want that tattoo. Just he's saying, so romantic. I, love it. I mean, yeah, I mean my my first note because I made little notes, you know, on my whole list. But my first note is basically I feel like loving Reese just speaks for itself. It yeah. wasn't like a thing that he did. It was a combination of like who he is, how he goes about things, how. He gives Fira space because I agree with Adriana. I a court of mist and fury was amazing. Like the time, the moment I read it, it felt like a healing journey, not only for Fera but for me as well. Yeah. And I know Adriana felt the same way because we did talk about that. Um, yeah. But it was just incredible to see him like some good boundaries going on, which is I guess why I got a little mad it's a at him in a Kosa because. Yeah. 
He did keep some things secret from Feyre, but whatever. Yeah, but I feel like in a Kosoff, it was also influenced by, spoiler alert, but her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Like, he was acting differently yes. because of the pregnancy. But I do want to say that I felt really strongly about Tamlin when I first read A Court of Thorns and Roses, like the first book. I, I had loved some red Tamlin. flags. Yeah. I loved I Tamlin. Red flags I, the red flags flew right over my head. I loved him. I <laughs> was so excited for the rest of the series because I loved him as a like main love interest. And then when I started reading A Coma Off and I was like, wait, he's barely in this book. I was like mad at Sarah J. Mass, and I just wanted her to get back together with Tamlin. And then by the end of A Coma Off, I was like, oh, he's yeah. nothing compared to Reese. Like, so I Reese. will never love a character more than I have loved Reese. So, yeah, he is my number one book character, book crush of all time for now. Well, I'm not going to give them number ones or number twos because I love them all, but I love them for different reasons. And I have, like, crushes going back to, like, you know, um, my early years, like, seventh and eighth grade, things like that. So I'm not going to give a number. I do love Reese. Um, Also Cassian. I'm going to just slide Cassian right in here because... He was at the back of my radar because, obviously, Reese, but I'm a sucker for a himbo. Um, he's sweet. He's tough. He's sensitive. I love all of it. I just love Cassian. Um, I also really like his banter. I lo- I just love the way he talks. I don't know. I just can't help but get giddy at him. Well, I'm not giving numbers to my list, but I will give numbers to Reese, number one, and number two, <laughs> which Michelle and I also agree on. Yes. And it's Will Herondale. Will Herondale was the OG, like, person I simped for before yeah. Reese. And I don't know if it's just because he has a British accent. Um, he's, I, I just, I love a good sarcastic man. I love a good snarky man. Um, with a tragic backstory? I mean, what's not to simp for? That really is one of the most, like, that is one of the most difficult love triangles I've ever read because yeah. it's so hard to pick a side. I mean, and that was the only reason I picked Will lie. was because he was sarcastic and, like, I like a sarcastic bad boy. But there was no Jem, competition for me. There was Jem no competition. Chem is great as well. No, um, I was all Will. Yeah. I I had blinders on. All I could see was Will. Oh, yes. Oh, well, Will. Oh, my God. And then the last one that no we there's agree two on. more that's two more that michelle and i agree on yes another sarah j mass character mm. which is lorkin from the throne of glass yes! series i do um, love lorkin he's all like serious but a lead gets through to him you know and i love a good man that is broken by a woman um yeah i he's just you know they paint him out to be like this tough cookie at first and a little bit of a murderer and whatever and just yeah. heartless but then he sees Elodie just limping along and he's like oh my heart there goes my heart yeah and, love her. Oh, and he <laughs> tries to get um he gets like a uh what is it um was it like tissue or no it was like a t-shirt it was his shirt cycle. it was yeah his shirt. it was his shirt and he was ripping it yeah. for like her cycle and he didn't want her to know that was coming from him because she was mad at him so he had other people give it to her it was just uh my little it was heart great. it was great it's like that like a forbidden love because not really forbidden but because they're just so different and he's like 
pledge to not have feelings or whatever and I know. they just end up together and I'm a simp for that. I love a, I love a little hard boy go soft. It's yep, so cute. That's the perfect way to describe this relationship. Absolutely. And the final character that Michelle and I both have on our list is yes. Finnick from The Hunger Games. Michelle, I'll let you take this one because I know you feel especially passionate about Finnick. I'm not going to... I feel like we were all heartbroken when Finnick died. Yeah, Finnick died. <laughs> Let's be real. We were all heartbroken. We all... Yeah. A little part of us died that day, really. Yeah. But he had us when he offered Katniss a sugar cube. And yep. there's no, really no other way but to say, like, I feel like we all should be as lucky to be loved as Finnick loves Annie. Because Annie went crazy, you know, after the Hunger Games. And Finnick was considered to be the most desirable out of all of the victors in the Hunger Games. But he didn't care about that. He only cared about Annie. He only wanted Annie to be okay. <laughs> Annie, are you okay? <laughs> Honestly, 10 out of 10. That was a great, great joke. I, I, do, I do agree with that, though, that he didn't really care about, like, his standing. Yeah. But I do feel like he he had, like, the, the secret, like, this was a facade. Like, this is who yeah. I am as Finnick the Victor, but this is who I really am. And we exactly. sort of get to see that kind of he after did meeting what him. He I don't did. know a single person that doesn't like Finnick. Because Finnick is a lovable, that like, that's a good character. He's such yeah. a lovable character. Um, also Sam and, Claflin. Oh, yeah. Sam Claflin is ugh, yeah. chef's kiss, really. But, I mean, in general, I just feel like Finnick did, he always did what he did out of his love for others. Not just for Annie, but for Mags, like, his mentor. Like, he, for someone who went through so much, and we do see the difficult side of how others deal with, like, what they went through as victors. We do see, like, you know, Hamish with his drinking habits. As soon as, spoiler alert, um, Prim dies, um, Katniss gets on that morphine. And the morphlings get, are obviously addicted to morphine. So many people just, like, really turn to different things to mask behind everything that they went through but Finnick tries to focus on the beauty of life and I and like love and I think that's just beautiful he is a pure soul and he was too good too good yep I was really angry at his death but since we're on the topic of Sam Claflin I'm gonna go ahead and throw out my pause no because I also wanted to say PETA (laughs) Oh, wait, hold on. No, because we don't agree on PETA. So Fine, let me throw I'll out... talk about PETA later. Okay, so I'll segue into this and we'll, we'll segue back to you. So okay. since we're talking about Sam Claflin, I'm going to throw out a name from my book crushes list, mm-hmm. um, from my personal list, and it is Will Trainer from Beautiful. Me Before You, which Sam yes. Claflin also plays in the movie. Fantastic movie, fantastic character. I mm. cried so much at the end of both the movie and the book and Sam Claflin just did a beautiful job of portraying them so I feel like I have a special like a soft spot in my heart for any character that he plays because I also love him in love in love Rosie oh he's really honestly any 
anything he's in, it's really good. The only time yeah, I've ever been Finnick, annoyed at him is Enola Holmes, and that's it. But Finnick and Will Trainer are just chef's kiss. Um, yeah. All right, Michelle, now you can go back to Okay, Pita. I can talk about PETA. I know everybody's like, Team Gail, Team PETA. I was always a PETA girl. Forget Gail. Gail was annoying. Yeah. Gail had anger issues, and he needs to deal with that. But whatever. Um, PETA, and I guess, I don't know if PETA would categorize as a himbo, but I categorize him as a himbo. It's not that he's dumb. He's just very built and sweet. And for to be a himbo, you have to have at least two of the three traits. You have to be built, you have to be very, very sweet, or dumb. And he is tough and built and sweet, so I'm going to categorize him as a himbo. The next person on my list, and again, these aren't ranked in a specific order, but Ethan from The Unhoneymooners by Christina Lauren. <gasps> you know For what? some yes. reason, I put Sam Claflin's face to that character, and I just realized. So I'm going to use, see it. because we're talking about The Hunger Games, I'm going to segue into Ethan. Um, Ethan is the perfect enemies to lovers. We like, do. We do love Male that. character. He's never, like, rude or offensive, even though in parts of the book we are led to believe, like, there's a part in the book where, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, but we are led to believe that he, like, called her fat or something. Yeah. But then it was, like, a misunderstanding. So yeah. I like that he's not actually an enemy. It's just all about perception and it's all about misunderstandings yeah so i i like that he's not actually you know a jerk and that he's a good person and Mm -hmm. it's enemies to lovers in the sense that they kind of realize oh wait like you're not a horrible person um yeah i just thought you were because a lot of times enemies to lovers is really like someone's awful and then they have a redemption arc yeah Um, but ethan is just uh He's, I mean, he's a nerd boy, and you like nerd boys. Yeah, and when they're on, like, the little boat in Hawaii. Yeah. Um, and, like, his ex-girlfriend's there, and he's just, like, flustered. And then they're in the bathroom changing, and they, like, fall. And, and they like, accidentally, like, touch each other. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's just, this book is just so enjoyable. It's the perfect palate cleanser. And I that just. That is so funny. I just love him. He's just so nice. I agree. And I mean, going off this Christina Lauren train, that brings me to my next one. Ah, uh, you is, got a good one. Yeah, Max Stella from The Beautiful uh-huh. Stranger, which is a beautiful series. They have different, you know, little heroes and heroines in the story. But Max Stella is my favorite. He's British, which Adriana, how Adriana would say, it tracks. Um, and he falls in love with this girl, Sarah, and he was all for her from the very start. She was the one who's most hesitant, but it was, it's kind of like a love at first sight deal. Hmm. So I guess that's kind of like, I, I love that trope, I guess. Um, he always knew that, you know, she was somebody he wanted to get to know, not just because, because this is one of our smuttier books, you know, or smuttier Mm -hmm. characters in this. Um, but he didn't want to just get to know her physically wink wink nudge nudge but he also wanted to get to know who she was and Mm -hmm. he's just such a lovely person in general like he's always so flustered and taken away by her and and he's just sexy yeah he's just hot like Like, he knows romance exactly and he i mean he like praises her i don't know maybe i have a praise kink but i i love him i love him 
I, you know, now that you <sighs> mentioned that you were analyzing your list, I'm looking at mine, and there's a common theme through it as well. And it's like, really? I like the sarcastic boy. Because mm. I've got, like, recent Will, Ethan, Lorcan, um, and... <laughs> There's two others that I haven't talked about yet, but I can jump in some as well because they're also sarcastic. Um, okay, love so it. my next mention is Hunt Athelar from Crescent City mm. and Sarah J. Mass. I wouldn't say he's like established in my book crushes list because there's only one there's only been one book and I think it's gonna be yeah. like a five book series. So oh, there's definitely. a lot that could happen. Um but, but I really much enjoyed is him. It's my okay. interest is definitely epicked. And yes. then my other mention, which is definitely a sarcastic hot boy, is Jace Herondale from the oh Mortal Instruments series <laughs> by Cassandra Clare. I think he started my obsession with sarcastic bad boys. Maybe. Um, I mean, maybe it's so the Herondale witty. line. Yeah, he was just so witty and I don't know, the way that he was described, like, physically... He's got, uh-huh. like, golden hair, and he's just golden, and gold, 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 and I'm like, yes. <sighs> I love all of that. Um, yeah. Jace is just, I just love a charming hair and nail, so. I definitely liked Jace when I was reading the book, but as soon as the movie came out, Jace was kind of ruined for me because the boy who played Jace. Because the casting was awful, was as we've mentioned before. <laughs> if you guys haven't listened to our episode on book to movie adaptations we discuss the train wreck that was the shadow hunters movie oh my god um, yeah i don't even want to i don't even want to picture his face because i mean it's all just, i can think about whenever i they think they fumbled that casting so badly they really did and i mean that really ended my crush on jace because i was just very much put off um yeah, i can understand but, that I mean, and going into, I guess, our more sarcastic, this is one of my more sarcastic boys, but Adrian's going to make fun of me because it's from a pirate book, but it's James <laughs> Sterling, <laughs> and I just want to say, very first Wait, chapter. Wait, what pirate book is he from? Oh, To Catch a Pirate, so sorry. Um, okay. One of my staples, I read it every summer because it's a good summer reading book. I recommend everybody to read it, um, but yeah. Very first chapter. Actually, not even first chapter. I'm talking prologue. He spares her life because he's in this pirate ship and she is in a respected, not a pirate ship. She is with her father going to an island and they're supposed to build a port and everything. And they are obviously hunting for booty. (laughs) In different senses. But (laughs) he spared her life and they kiss. It's a prologue. (laughs) They kiss in the prologue. What? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, ah! Because Talk obviously. no lead up. Girl, it, but it was kind of hot in a way because he has like knife and he's like, ooh, give me your necklace. And she was like, no, it was my mother's, please. And he was like, okay, then how about a kiss? Like, you know, trading for the necklace and I'll spare your life too. And it was like a moment of no, yes, whatever. And then they kiss. She's like, ooh, he tastes like apples. Apples? Are there apples in the Caribbean? I don't think so. Um, you know, he maybe he found it in the cargo. We don't know. He was munching on an apple. That's the point. 
And well, do you think it was organic? Because if it's organic, it goes like bad quicker. I need you Drop. to stop, Adamana, because this is something that I remember a lot about the book. <laughs> that he tasted like apples, and I love the smell of. I apples. just have so Anybody many questions. Anybody who knows me, knows like what type that of I apple keep... was it? Was it Honeycrisp, Macintosh? Funny that you said Honeycrisp first because that's my favorite apple, and I keep Honeycrisp apple candles in my room, and I have a mahogany apple candle that's supposed to smell like Draco Malfoy, but that's beside the point. Personally, Anyways. I am a what's the grandma one? Uh, Granny Smith. Grand, there's an apple named after a grandma. Yeah, Granny Smith. Granny Smith. Personally, I'm a Granny Smith skeleton. That says a lot about your personality. <laughs> And we won't go into that because it's not pretty. Oh, God. Um, so what should we title this episode? Perdón, we're eating apples? Like, I don't, I don't Perdón, know. Perdón, are you a honey crisp or are you a Granny Smith? <laughs> I'm a honey crisp. I don't know. I'm a granny. But let me finish talking about James, please. <laughs> Anyways, so that's the first, that's a prologue, not even first chapter. And first chapter and this will stick to me forever. Like, he was like, you know what? I haven't seen her in months, years. But damn, I think about holding her. Not even kissing her or anything. He thinks about holding her. And through at some point in the book, she captures him. She's the captain now. And he's her prisoner. And there, he just flirts with her throughout the whole thing. And I'm a sucker for it because he's been thinking about her ever since they kissed. And, like, this man, after he got flogged, flogged people, flogged. he was like, yeah, he was like, I consider a little bloodletting, you know, a fair trade to hold you in my arms. Bro, what? You were literally flogged. <laughs> so, yeah, James Sterling holds my heart, and he's a pirate. So, yep, that's how I feel about James Sterling. Okay, well, you know who sort of reminds me has, like, pilot vibes? Pilot vibes or pirate Sorry. vibes? <laughs> Sorry, I meant like who has pirate vibes? Yeah. Um, Rowan, who is next on my list. Okay. From the Throne of Glass series. Something about the fact that he has long hair and the tattoos and he's like a brute. He's described as a brute or whatever. <laughs> it's just very piratey. And he also lives in this other continent so there's like okay. ocean and ships involved for her to get to him. I don't know. I don't I know. I guess I can see it. <laughs> he's on my list. He was a surprising crush because I was firmly in the kale. Yes. Kale ship. But I talk about this in our um, main characters we hate episode, but I didn't really like where Kale's arc went because I really liked him yeah. as a character and they kind of like ruined him and made him unsuitable for Aelin. And I will always wish that they hadn't done that. But yeah. I do have to also the agree that what if. because he, yeah, but because he became unsuitable, Rowan did become the perfect person for her. Mm-hmm. And he's just so nice to her and he understands what she's been through because they have a similar, like, backstory. So, I don't know. I love him. I really do. I like him. I mean, you know, I like him, but not for me. Not like Lorcan. I don't wonder what Rowan smells like. You know, I like candles. I like scents. I want to know what, you know, Lorcan Lorcan smells smells like. like. Yeah. Probably like Granny Smith's apples. Just shut up. No, he won't. (laughs) Oh, God. That's traumatizing me. Okay. Well, do you have anybody else on your list? Yes. I have 
the my very first um, book crush. Why are you saying it like that? You're like looking down. Cause I'm shy. shy. Why are you shy about this character? Because it's not you. It's it's a very niche book crush. Not everybody likes. I'm on his TikTok. You know, there's a tag for him, and it found me. But and basically, I'm on Gilbert Blythe, and it's a very specific Gilbert Blythe. It, I'm not talking about like Anne with an E Gilbert Blythe. I'm talking like I don't even know what year it was, but it's like 90s. It has to be like the 90s or the 80s. They did the Anne of Green Gables. You know, I read the books, loved him in the books, but I picture him as the 1990s Gilbert Blythe. I don't even know what his name is in real life, but that's who I picture. So please look it up. Um, Catherine from Rain, you know, the series with Adelaide Kane is Anne in that series. So please look it up. It's a great, and there are movies. I have the trilogy because there are three books in case anybody didn't know, but Gilbert Blythe has my heart. I remember reading this for a class and as soon as she described him with a teasing smile, I was sold. He liked her from the very first moment that he saw her and he wanted to get her attention and he called her Carrot Top and she hated her hair color. There was a whole chapter about how she tried dyeing it black because she wanted it to look like a raven and is very dramatic. And she was so mad at him and she hated him for that one comment for like the majority of her life until he was like Anne please give me a chance I you don't know how much I regret calling you carrot top like I just want to be your friend I wanted your attention I would and that was cut it. him for calling me carrot top you know I can't relate as someone who wants to have red hair and be a ginger but I I respect it but I would have forgiven him much very long ago because he really tried he really wanted to be her friend and I mean he always loved her and they finally did end up getting married and it wasn't until like he almost got married to somebody else and almost died that Anne was like I'll give you a chance so yeah Gilbert Blythe has my heart and for anybody who plays sims I just named my one of my sim children I named her Blythe after Gilbert Blythe you can't see me, listeners, but I am shaking my <laughs> head disappointedly. Well, that's um, how the inspiration for this book came about because I was telling my sister, I mean, not this book, but the inspiration for this episode came about because I was telling my sister about how I named one of my Sims children Blythe in his honor. And she was like, you guys should do a episode about book crushes and I was like wow what an idea why hadn't we thought of this before I know right he was my OG crush and I will forever love him well I only have one more on my list and it's more of an honorable mention okay um but this was one of my like when I first started reading sci-fi and fantasy and young adult this was one of my first crushes Mm -hmm. and it was from the uglies series he shows up in pretties he's not in the original he's not the original love interest um but it's zane and he comes in at the in the pretties book so the second book so i'm just realizing that scott westerfeld wrote this series and very much played a sarah j mass on us because he was like david is the love interest in the first book you're gonna ship her with david and then he's like nope david sucks so you better like zane in pretties so yeah that was one of the first 
men that I simped for from a book. Um, I think I've grown out of the crush. Um, I haven't read that series in a really long time, but I do want to mention him because he did, he did set the path for the rest of this list. So that is my book crushes list. Um, you know, good job. I think, I think these lists are very telling of who we are as people. (laughs) Yeah. And what embarrassing. Are, it, I know. We just laid ourselves bare. And that's why I was looking down on Gilbert, like, when I was mentioning Gilbert Blythe, because that is the rawest of my raw crushes. That's the OG book crush. And it's a little embarrassing. I'm not going to lie. It's okay. It's okay. We have taste. Yeah. I mean, he's a quality yeah. man. Yeah. Go us. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody, to this wonky episode. Um, follow us at Brethren We're Booked on Instagram. And yes. also follow our Goodreads. And be on the lookout for the next episode. We were absent for a couple of weeks. We took a short break. Yes. But we're back better than ever, baby. And if you guys want to hear us review a specific book, if you guys want to hear us talk about a specific topic, mm-hmm. please let us know on our social media. And we we'll will get on that. Yep. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, everyone. Bye.